Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share our podcast, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts as well. Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another episode of It's Relational. My name is Kimar. My name is Deanny. And on this episode, oh la la, what a guest we have tonight. What amazing guest we have tonight. <laughs> oh, tonight, today. Any day, whatever yeah. hour, it don't matter. <laughs> the day, the day. I say tonight because we're not on the same time zone, though. Right. right. So we have an esteemed guest, a couple, a married couple that we're very excited to bring on. Um, I met the... Um, well, we both met. Oh, okay. We okay. both met the husband. We met the husband. In New York. Yes. Um, this was probably five, six years ago or so. Yeah. In H&M. In H&M. We got to give the whole story because I don't know if you remember this because I remember. So me and my wife was out. (laughs) (laughs) So just to reiterate, so me and my wife were shopping in H&M and um, his name is Reggie and he was wearing this cool shirt. And I was like, oh man, that's a cool (laughs) shirt. But he was looking at me like... So, so for us in New York, you know, we know what grilling mean or kind of like, you know, sizing you up. He was looking at me, not like that, but looking at me like, I know you either like I spiritually know you or from a form of time, I know you, just something. I was like, Kamar, do you know him? And yeah, so Deanna was like, do you know? I said, no, but you know. Because Kamar always mentions, Deanna, I know a lot of people that you don't know. But it's a true story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... She encouraged me to to go up to him, which is not a problem. I'm like, you know, he's welcoming anyway. And um, from there, we we kind of just hit it off ever since. You know, we've just been, you yeah. know, good buddies, WhatsApp buddies, um, try to line up a couple of things here and there. But we just always kept the connection. And I love it because he no longer um, resides. Well, he was visiting New York at the time. But again, we just kept the connection, right? So That's true. Without any further ado, right, I think it's time to bring them up because, you know, I, I can hype it up even more because even though, you know, when we met that initial point, like, I don't know why it's just so amazing. I can still remember it vividly to this day. Like, I can even like do a video, you know, I, I can do a video clip of us, like how the scene went because I just remember it so vid- vividly. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We're going to make a YouTube video of this, right? Recreate the scene. You always about recreating the scene. <laughs> But without any further ado, we want to go ahead and welcome Reginald and Rhoda. Woo, woo, woo. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We we're happy to to, to be part of this. Uh, oh, this it's an amazing you. job you guys are doing. Thank, thank you, you thank, thank you. you well thank you both for coming on with us because this is such an experience for us just because again we've kept the connection for so long and we're still rolling with it right yes rolling good <laughs> so nah. yeah reggie though do us a favor because we clearly know you clear as day but tell everybody who's out there who doesn't know you tell us a little bit of your background um we know you guys are under 35 um, give us a little bit more of your background, where you guys live, and also where, of course, you know, you guys career-wise and how long you're married, and we can go a little bit more into how you guys met, but let's take it from there. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, my name is Reginald, and I'm with Ruta, who's my wife. Mm-hmm. So we we currently live in Ghana. So Ghana is in Africa, somewhere West Africa. Oh. Um, it was one of the, I think it was the first country in Sub-Saharan Africa to gain independence. So Ghana is quite a popular um, nation on the continent. Mm. Um, I'm just about, I think I'm 30 years and Ruda is 29. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of my background, I'm a lawyer by profession. Yep. Uh, nice. Yeah, and I I practice law in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruda, Ruda, you could you could just say something little about yourself before I continue. <laughs> okay, I'm into <laughs> I'm into fashion and clothing. I design most of times, and um, I sew. So uh, yeah, I'm also into 
um african beads i make them myself yeah that that's kind of it oh nice see rhoda you should have never said fashion and clothing because deanny's eyes like kind of opened when you said that it looks like <laughs> we're gonna get a special package soon really <laughs> oh, is gonna make us something nice <laughs> I'll be open to that. That would oh, be nice. Oh, nice, nice, nice. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you in advance. <laughs> so you guys said you're from Ghana, right? In in the continent of Africa, right? Yes, yes. So so is that the is it the case where are you guys like down the block from like Wakanda? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh is that uh, Wakanda, I don't know where Wakanda is, but <laughs> it's on the south side. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's yeah, cool. I think, um, like I said, um, Ghana, amongst all most of all the African countries, maybe after South Africa, is um, we are the country that uh, should I say embraced the British socialization. Mm. Um, very well. So we are we have that close link in terms of uh, especially culture and language and yeah dressing and all that. So we are um, amongst most of the African countries. You realize that Ghanaians have diction that is closer to that of the the British and in terms of our way of living and 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 all that. So yeah and. I don't know if you know about Kwame Nkrumah. He was our first president. Uh, if you've learned a little about Black history, he's one of the leading uh, figures of uh, African um, emancipation fight. So um, I don't know whether you've heard about him, but... He, we're learning went, right now. Yeah, history he lesson. Went, he, I'll take the history yeah. lesson. Maybe you could, you could look up for him, Kwame Nkrumah. He's the first president of Ghana. So he is mm-hmm. a notable figure on the continent and also has close ties to um, uh, the freedom fighters uh, in the United States. So generally, that, I think that's what we have in common. And also Ghana is uh, popular because that, Ghana was the center of the, the slave trade um, th- that occurred some years back. So if wow. all the issues about... Um, Slave trade mainly happened in Ghana, and wow. at the time it was through the Gold Coast. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so I think generally that's um, that's it. Um, in terms of our friendship, um, Ruda and I have been friends for for a very long time, dating uh, mm. back to about two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. So um, that's close to 11 years yep ago. that's just about us too wow that's amazing yeah so we've been friends for that long i was i think i was 18 years at the time she was 17 years and uh, and we've gradually uh, built a friendship and uh, into a relationship and we actually got married just three months ago on the august 15th yeah so that's where we currently find out wow congratulations Congratulations. on that congratulations so so you would say it's been a long time coming then you already knew that um buddha was going to be your wife you knew it yes i i i did and for for us in the beginning that was the goal right ruda yeah that was it we always had marriage in mind and um we disciplined ourselves in that respect so yeah all right, you wow. go, guys. I you love go. it. I love it. I love it. Right, yeah, amazing. So, one thing I wanted to point out to Reggie is uh, one thing I've noticed is um, Ghanaian culture and um, us, you know, our background, West Indian Jamaican culture. Um, I know there's a lot of similarities um, when it comes to either dances or even, of course, maybe dishes and even language, right? Um, so, yeah. that I also found is pretty cool that it, it's very similar. So, like, you know, Jamaicans can go to Ghana and kind of essentially blend in um, and vice versa with Ghanaians in, in Jamaica just because of the cultural similarities, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that that's that's true. That's, that's that's true. Right, right. So, and then, of course, you know, you say follow, follow the British 
um, lineage, um, of course, uh, I know Jamaica still has strong ties with following the same British lineage. Um, so moving on with our content, right? Um, it's really cool that you guys got together. I got married just three months ago. Yeah, Obviously, this is the, this uh, is the youngest marriage right now. Before right. we had one year. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. At the time wow. of this recording. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we love it because you know, for us, marriage is always the goal, the mm-hmm. end in mind. Um, in terms of our relationship, obviously, there's more, but that's like one of the the major milestones of relationship marriage. Yes. And everyone, no matter how long you've been married, you you have experience. Mm-hmm. You have more yeah. experience than someone that's not married. Oh, 100%. You know, so it's gems all around that can be given. Right, right. Right. So really, how long were you dating prior to that before getting married? Um, <laughs> I think after the friendship, we um, were friends for quite a long time. Then, I think five years. Okay. All right. So, so the truth is that I don't know <laughs> whether that. Truth is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it's kind of strange. I don't know whether you've had that experience, but you know we, you know we were friends. So, mm-hmm. and there are some kind of friendships that you you can't tell when it it graduated into more than a friendship. Right. You know, so we were kind of friends and the, the friendship grew stronger. And at a the point there wasn't, we we're quite young. So we, at a point we didn't have that official, um, do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you want to be my boyfriend thing? So we kind of, it kind of merged into that till we, we got quite older and we kind of formalized it into a, uh, maybe a, a, a more formalized dating relationship. So that's why we would say five years officially, but from the beginning of the friendship that has been like 10 11 years oh okay 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 wow. got it got it got it all right look at that that's really nice so what would you say was the defi- the deciding factor that really solidified for you both to the to go into a more of a serious relationship outside of being friends mm, good question uh that's a good question uh first of all I think that for me, I, I feel that even though we were quite young, but I still had that understanding that relationship is not just for fun. Mm. So at the beginning, yes, yeah, so at the beginning, getting into such a relationship, we still had that consciousness that the end goal should be marriage. Mm-hmm. So mm. at, at, at that early stage, we still had that unity of purpose that we we wanted it to end up in marriage and mm. i think secondly another thing that was very defining is that we had to find a common ground which will help us understand each other and live together because uh, since it's going to be a perpetual or um, should i say eternal relationship then you have to make sure that you have some uh, common ground so for us Stuff like uh, faith, uh, kind of uh, interests. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a, a lawyer and she's the, um, a fashion designer and all that, we still had some common interests, which means that even though we are not talking about career, we still could live together and, uh, um, should I say, collaborate together on many, many things. Mm-hmm. And I think temperament-wise too, we... We seem to have similar um, traits, which allow us to understand each other. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think for me, that does it. I don't know what Rita wants to add. <laughs> um, I think he said everything. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know what, Reggie? We got to let Ruda go first because you, you're giving such profound answers where she's yeah, like, she said, <laughs> I agree with him. <laughs> Well, what I'm hearing is that you both just like, like, like it just was a sink, you know, on like different levels. Like it didn't have to be that you, you needed to be in the same career path to have a conversation with each other. Like you guys can talk about other things too, that are important, you know, and having similar temperaments and 
just having that long-term connection that you've already built already, it right. just made sense to make it serious and lock it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. All right. Time for Kimar's analogies because I got one that popped up into my head. So the way you guys' relationship kind of sound like it flowed was it's kind of like a seatbelt, just fluid and just clicked. You know, no if, ands, or buts, just whoop, click, boom. <laughs> but i guess to take it a step further is um reginald because you said it's so profound i take it as you know when we go on a plane before you go on a plane they say oh please fasten your seatbelts before you can before the plane lifts off right so i take yeah. it as if your plane if your seatbelt is not buckled obviously the flight attendant is going to come by hey we can't fly out until you book, buckle your seatbelt so essentially the way i heard it was you guys couldn't fly this flight of marriage if everything didn't work out so well so that's where the seatbelt fasten sign came on and both of you guys reacted and put on both your seatbelts perfect yes perfect. levels perfect. levels dropping gems Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> all right very good very good um next question though right who fell in love with who first and what was the reaction of the other party Okay. <laughs> um, I think I did. I I saw Reggie in church, and um, I just loved him from the start. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. He had this, you know, cool outlook, well dressed guy, and that he is. That he is. You know, yeah. <laughs> So I I actually started the conversation. He was quite shy then, and you know, it just took off from there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. So, so let me let me add a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, we 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 met at church, right. and I think like she rightly said, you know, back then that was in two thousand and nine, I think. Right. Yeah, somewhere June. I, I, I'm. I was at the time. I was quite a little bit timid in the in public and all that. So, right, uh, that's a young think, Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> <so> I think <laughs> that was a, was kind of like the first day in the church. I was a member of that particular church, but that was the first day. And coincidentally, the first day she came, she she came to sit next to me. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, in Ghana we have the culture of dancing in church at at especially when they are playing uh, some music, some kind of music. They call it praises. I don't know whether you have that in in the U.S. So she kind of signaled to me whether why I wasn't dancing. And I was like, well, I don't like dancing in public. So she tried to edge me on, and I, I, kind, of, uh, I kind of was stiff and all that. And I think uh, a conversation began there, and we kind of... Ex- exchange numbers and um it continued from there but she she started it all honestly Ooh. all right ruda says i know what i want and i'm getting it yeah so ruda yeah. you yeah. fell in love <laughs> first then right yeah i did i did more like i knew what i wanted it was mm-hmm. just beside me so i had to go get it you know that's right <laughs> yeah. that's right you go claim your man which she already did yes she already did <laughs> But I do co-sign though. Reggie does dress well. I will yeah. give him that. Yeah. I try to I try to buy that shirt off of him that I met him with, but he didn't he didn't take the offers. <laughs> <laughs> so um what would you say is a two to five year plan look ahead for both of you as a couple? Okay. So um I think in our in the short term to medium term goal the, the, we kind of want to get stabilized in our career right and to be able to to create a a foundation for our kids to have a should I say a fertile ground right to grow Mm-hmm. and become responsible um, kids right. so i think in the short term uh, our major goal is to create an environment of love an environment of peace understanding 
and unity so that should we have kids at a young age they would see something that they can uh, admire and aspire to, to 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 grow into because um we've come to understand that um most of the times the 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 environment in which kids find themselves is able to um should i say mold their future whether positively or negatively so i think that is our immediate goal to make sure that we try to build a long-lasting um, friendship which would accommodate not only us but others especially our kids and of course yeah. secondly to to try to be financially independent in the sense that um you know of course the the world is getting more uncertain and quite difficult especially on our part of the world right but we we're trying to make sure that at every point in time we we have what we 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 need in order to cater for uh very basic needs and even more mm. so that we'll be able to give uh, at least a, a very comfortable life to our kids so that's our immediate goal it's not that lofty lofty um ambitions and all that but just to, to get that i really i don't know that you have anything. that's fine that's fine yeah, that's, that's it that's that's exactly it i mean to make our kids um um have a better future you know right. to create a, a solid foundation for them you know and all that yeah oh that is so beautiful that is so sweet and that's what that's what every parent should want you know no you're not parents yet mm-hmm. um but to really show your kids a really positive loving environment you know and yeah. And I'm sure when the children come, they will see that from both of you. Right. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I know that's what we want as well, right? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And you and know you, what? You guys I can have appreciate kids, by the way. Say again? You guys have kids, by the way. We don't have kids. We don't kids have kids. Yet. Yeah. Who's actually waiting on you guys to go ahead of us? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. We can be bumping. Bro- <laughs> bumping. <laughs> but like you said reggie i I, we i think we really resonate with what you're saying you and rhoda are saying because obviously i think as parents you want better for your child when they come together or when it comes to existence right you don't want them to have the same certain struggles that you went through you want them to kind of not have such an easy path but an easier path than what you had right so um I, i can really respect where you're coming from with that yeah yeah right so um the next question um i have is really just an appreciation moment so it's really um you know tell your spouse two things you really truly appreciate about them that you don't really get to normally tell them very often and rhoda i actually want you to go first so give me two things you really appreciate about (laughs) reggie that we don't that you don't get to tell him very often and then reggie you can follow up after he's very loving I, I I say that um, to him more often, but I wish I could say it more often than I do. He's a very loving person. And I always tell him, um, I always thank God for him, you know, for meeting him and for being a part of his life. And I think it's the same with him as well. And um, secondly, he's very caring and supportive in one actually he's very caring and he's a very supportive husband and i really appreciate that mm. Mm. Love it. <laughs> so we had to make you go first because you know reggie's gonna come through with some amazing answers and yeah with the lyrics so <laughs> and that's good because every woman wants that right you want the care and the support from your significant other and then I'm sure yeah. guys want that too mm-hmm. um, from their significant other as well. So that's good. It's really good. Yeah. All right, Reggie. Drop him, drop him, drop him. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to appreciate her for the, should I say the, 
the confidence and belief in a young man to be able to steer the boat together. I think sometimes as a young man who desires to have a partner and together you guys work towards a future that is uncertain, there are few people who can believe in your future, even though maybe your present may not look like what your future is going to be like. So I think that that's some kind of confidence and belief in my, my like the potential and capabilities with which I think is very humbling and amazing because um, there are few people who would take a decision or a bet on you based on what they think or they see in the future about you, even though it may be, it may, it may be some years away and very intangible to, to behold. So I think that is something that keeps me going to, to know that I have someone who still believes in me and is confident about, about my success and the fact that uh, I'm not going to fail. And I think that's humbling. Secondly, um, she, I think she's also, she makes life easy because she's able to ad, um, adjust and adapt to every circumstance and situation. And as a result, you, no matter the set uncertainties of life, you don't add her as a problem because you know that she's going to stick with you in the good, in the bad, and in whatever seasons of life. And that makes life for me very easy because I don't step out adding her as a burden or a problem. I rather see count her as a blessing every Aww. day. And I think <laughs> that's beautiful. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Wow. I hope it's a I good thing we made you go second. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the tears, Ruda. Hold the tears. Okay, that, that, that was really beautiful. Right, right, right. Well, you know what? I think it is. I'll, I'll tell you. I tell you. So Reggie is already practicing law, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, in the terms of law, he has to always make sure he's saying something profound that will always convey the jury, the judge, oh my gosh. the crowd, yeah, yeah. everybody. So that, that's the reason, right? That's the reason. That's the reason. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just shows his true feelings. Uh, oh, 100%, 100%. And that's great that you both view each other as a blessing. All uh, right, right, right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so... Since we talk about blessings now, like how would you say that your faith has influenced your relationship? Mm. And I'd like for Ruta to go first again. Hot seat, hot seat. <laughs> okay. Um, so in line with faith or religion, I think it has helped us um, discipline ourselves. You know, we married as virgins. I mean, it wasn't easy <laughs> throughout um, our years of courtship and friendship and all that. It has helped us, you know, keep ourselves and it has created this kind of discipline. Yeah, I think that's, that's, um, that's what has, that's the benefit. I mean. Okay, I like um, that. I like that. Yeah, to add up, um, faith I think is very defining for us because when you have faith in a, a superior being, it means that you surrender your all to a, a power that is higher than you, and you believe that that power can exercise authority over you whenever that power wishes. So. In loving each other, we, we know that we are we are subservient to someone who is bigger than us and our consciences. So we try to make sure that in expressing our love towards each other, we we do so in a manner that will be pleasing onto that higher faith that we, we have. And so we do not necess- we do not only love each other just for the sake of the physical things that we see, but we also love each other because we we kind of also have that belief that we are also being loved by someone who watches over us and 
cares for us unconditionally. So if that superior being can do that for us, even when we don't deserve it, then we should also love each other unconditionally, not because of what we offer each other or what we can do, but in, a, in, in an unconditional manner. So it's more about unconditional love. That's what our faith teaches us. Teaches us. Oh, nice. My goodness, Reginald, you really hitting it. Yeah, that was deep. That was, <laughs> that was very deep. All right. Yeah, it, it just helps. It helps out, I'll say, when you do have a spiritual connection um, to, you know, a higher power, right? right? It really helps um, keep a calmness in your relationship and build a strength in your relationship as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you need to be spiritually rooted. So and that grounded. Way, exactly. So you have a base, right? Yeah. Um, a house without a foundation, without a base, is going to collapse easily. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So you guys are really hitting it with some profound uh, responses. Um, I really think it's the law in the family. That's what I really think it is. But <laughs> um, I digress. <laughs> so as we kind of wind down a little bit, you know, I have uh, one question that I really want to hear from you both, right? What did you say, what would you say is the most rewarding part of your relationship? And what would you say is the most challenging part of it? Um, and anybody can go first. That's a difficult one. <laughs> okay, I think in terms of, on my part, what makes the relationship, what makes it rewarding is the fact that, you know, you you have the understanding that forever and ever in your life, you are able to face life's challenges and life's um, um, difficulties and uncertainties with a partner. And like they say, two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so I think that, and also there's there's this saying that says um, one who takes a thousand and two ten thousand. So it makes me feel refreshed and have the belief that together we will be able to overcome whatever circumstance that may come our way, even negative. And I think that's that's amazing to know that you you forever and ever you are not going to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the what is challenging um i think for me i've come to realize that even though a relationship is about the two of you there are some things that unbeknown to you or without your control they will still have an influence on your relationship in other words there are third party influences or third outside mm-hmm. influences that yes. you don't have control yeah. over and for example kids can come in family can come in and even experiences outside experiences or situations can come in which you didn't invite and when they do you still have to make sure that you guys have a united purpose and understanding to still be able to steer yourselves through or out of those uh, external intrusions or influences or whatever you call them and for me that that's quite challenging because it's unpredictable. These are right. things that you can you cannot be ready for, you cannot plan for it. And it's quite uncertain because you 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 only trust that you guys will be able to do it, but you can't tell whether your 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 relationship has stood the test of time to be able to um weather the next storm or the next challenge which you have you are not sure you prepared for. So that that's um quite challenging but of course you can only have faith and believe that whatever you are doing today would will be able to equip you to overcome whatever will come in the in the future let me see what Ruda has um i think already has said it all i mean <laughs> i think that's that's all about it ready has said what's in my mind so i hear that i hear you um, you know, and I, I can respect where you're coming from. I, I think we would have a, a single ang- a similar angle, right? With to resonate with what Reggie said, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And 
it's good to know that there will be outside parties and just different things that are out of your control, but just be ready for it and know that you are both a united front, that nothing can come past both of you, right? The only thing that can break the front is you. So as long as you're staying strong, nothing can pass. Mm -hmm. And I truly think that was really uh, initially um, pre-marriage. That was a challenge for us um, initially, right? Um, You know, we didn't realize how much third parties were affecting our relationship and how much they were so involved, right? Until it really hit the fan and it was like, okay, it, it has to stop here. Because if that's the case, we might as well be in a relationship with everybody else. Yeah, it's true. And you have to like be, that's why being self-aware is so important and just like knowing your surroundings and act accordingly, you know, and so that third parties or different things don't come and interfere in your relationship. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like to always kind of give an analogy of a point of when it comes to, you know, third parties and just the tightness of a relationship if you're walking together with your spouse on the street or down the street, whatever may have you, you're walking side by side, but you guys should be so close where obviously you can hold hands, right? Where if somebody tries to come through and try to walk in between you guys, they're not going to get through because your hands are held tight. Now, if you're at a distance, you know, side by side from each other, anybody can kind of walk through and walk past. And that's not something you want in your relationship, somebody to come break it or potentially come break it, right? So again, yeah. just alluding to, you know, a challenging part of our relationship. We, that was just something that we had to really work on before we truly tied the knot, so to speak, or got married. And um, okay. that was a real tough lesson for us because it was something that slapped us in the face um, yeah. heavy numerous of times. Yeah, but we're rising now. We're better now. <laughs> That's good yes. Yeah, so we all um, be able to learn a good lesson from that. You know, just be mindful and be more self-aware. It will definitely help you out in any relationship that you have. Right. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. And then just rewarding, really. Um, Reggie, I know you can attest, you know, having your woman at home um, for whatever reason, you know, is always just a relief to know that you only have to worry about a singleness of focus of, it being her you don't have to worry about 10 other women so to speak you know you only have to worry about one that's person true. and taking care of that one person right that's um true. as as much as in our maybe younger days we tried to like juggle around with different um, counterparts or so it becomes stressful because you're trying to juggle around you're trying not to you know if you will like try to appease everybody but if i only have to worry about one person that already sets my mind at ease so that's the rewarding part i would say for my relationship or our relationship only have to worry about one person to make happy, which is the Annie. Yes. And Daniel Kumar, same here. (laughs) Yes, that is true. So as we continue to wind down, we'd like to know what was the hardest lesson you've learned and had to accept with marriage? Mm. Mm. There we go. That's what I was going to say. Go first. (laughs) (laughs) for me i think um having to adapt you know you've been single all your life all my life actually and you now have to wake up to someone sleeping next to you you have to make breakfast and more like (laughs) you are responsible for him and all that kind of thing. You have to call him and, you know, check up on him during the day. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. I had to adapt. It was from the beginning, it was quite, I don't say difficult, but, you know, I I, I had to, you know, find my way around it. And, you know, it's it's going, it's going well so far. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, Reggie, I know you got to bring it home. What, what was uh, what was that for you? <laughs> yeah, for me, I think the, the major thing that hits me or continues to hit me is the fact that um, it kind of looks like you've sentenced your life to to a future of responsibility and 
um, battles that you must fight. Good and point. so, yeah, it just makes you realize that, I mean, whether you like it or not, you've put yourself at the at the battlefront where there are no, um, you're no longer a child and you are, you are now leaders. So no matter what comes your way, you have to do it yourself. You have to fight it yourself. You have to find a solution yourself. And, you know, in the past, probably you could send something to your mom or to your dad or to someone and get that person fix it. But now it's like, whether I like it or not, it's yours. I mean, you have to pay rent. You have to ensure that the utilities are, are paid. You have to provide food. You have to, and it's going to be an eternal thing. So, and you can't run away from it. So, mm. and the earlier you do it, the better, because it's something that you still end up doing before you die. So having this whole circumference of complexities and should I say, uncertainties of battles makes it, it makes it look daunting and challenging you know but of course the partnership that you have still gives you the the hope that you can still make it through it all so for me i think that that is it i hope i hope that's not too difficult to understand no 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 what to sum it up you just broke it down in more detail adulting maturing right yes because yes. you have to do it you have to, it's a rite of passage for everyone some decide not to take it but others most people do and it's a good thing when you're able to adult together both of you so you both can learn these different things on um, managing the finances taking care of the issues that come up in the house like who didn't pay the light bill those kind of things you know, and bringing a balance, right? And knowing yeah. that, okay, I can do this myself. Like my mom used to do it, my dad used to do it, but now we're doing it. And the more you do it, you get better at it, you know, because adulting isn't easy, right? Yeah. Be, having a sense of maturity and responsibility isn't easy, but it's a choice. And once you choose that choice, you can make it happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just giving me the similar, you know, answer for us. You know, the hardest lesson for us to accept with marriage was, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, you know, responsible for you, right? You know, we got married at 21. So obviously life didn't really wow. hit us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> life yeah. Didn't so that's really how many years. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were talking about. Um, so nine years. Say again. So you guys about nine years in marriage. Seven, seven drinks. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Seven years married. So, you know, obviously getting mad at at, at, at the 21, I'm like, oh, I'm responsible for another 21 year old at the time. Like <laughs> that that's unfathomable. Oh, right? Yeah, it's unusual. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a hard part being young and starting the adulting at 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So things got real really fast you know, um, early on in our marriage and we had to like buckle up and just like pull up our pants, pull up the skirt <laughs> and get to work. But you know what? I, I think, um, um, what, that was a good thing that we got married so young because we got accustomed to adulting, so to speak at such a young age yeah, yeah. where a lot That's of people true. at like 26, 27, 28 are kind of like, Oh my God, I'm adulting. I'm doing things on my own. And I'm like, We've been doing it since 2021. Like, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, <laughs> it's not, a, it's not a problem. Yeah, once you, I tell you, like, once you get a balance, it's easy. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we can truly, truly, truly appreciate you both of your answers. Yeah, we um, really do. Obviously, Reggie, you know, just the attorney at law, lawyer working, you know, <laughs> <laughs> convey, you know, convincing the jury we are the jury. So we say not guilty, right? Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, we just really appreciate you guys coming on so far. And I have one final question to wrap it all up in a bow, right? Really easy question. Um 
what would you say is your final lasting advice to give any couple or single listening to this audio in regards to sustaining and creating a long lasting, beautiful relationship? Um, I always say this and it's always the friendship part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have to know each other in and out and, you know, be always ready for changes, mm. you know? Yeah. Okay. okay. I like that short and sweet. Yeah. Be but- ready for change. That's what, that's why Reggie said, Ruta, she, like, she's very flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. she goes with the flow. Like she, she doesn't like, you know, be stuck on the same thing. I like that be able to um yeah what's the word what's the word that's what's the word <laughs> I, I don't know i'm trying to think of another it. <laughs> word for being um flexible um adaptable okay. adaptable, adaptable yeah. Yeah. yes adaptable to the situation and handle it accordingly i like that mm-hmm. yeah that's the word adaptable All right. okay right. so uh, for me right yes um First of all, I'm going to the the advice. First one is you have to be you have to take uh, responsibility. Um, with that I mean that you, when you get married, it means that you have decided to, in terms of both of you, and also personally, you have decided to be responsible for the other person. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, if you if you are someone of faith, it's more or less like you are you are becoming a a demigod to your other person because God is the one who, if you believe in God, is the one who is responsible for you because, for example, should you sleep, is the one who ensures that you wake up tomorrow and all that. That's a high level of responsibility. And now you are assuming a lower degree of responsibility over your your spouse or partner. So you have to take responsibility forever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may be difficult. Sometimes you may feel lazy. Sometimes you want to just go to sleep. You just want to play <laughs> and all that. But you always have to keep your your yourself on guard and know that you are you must be responsible at all times. And secondly, you have to be forgiven. Forgiven because every now and then the other person is going to, in one way or the other, step on your toes, do something that um, compromises the relationship, something that offends the relationship or offends you personally. And you have to learn to forgive because the foundation of the relationship is the communication and the togetherness and when there is a a value or there's a a gap that begins to um come between you guys it forgiveness is the bridge that brings you people back together and when forgiveness waits when forgiveness delays it may get to a point where the gap becomes so big that it will be impossible to mm. to bridge it. And so I think forgiveness is key. And for me, my, my standard is as someone who believes in God, my, my, my standard or our standard is that um, you believe that God forgives you for the wrongs and the sins that you commit howsoever. And if you you believe that God is so generous and kind to do that, then with the same measure that you expect God to do that for you, then you have to also try to measure that onto your partner and also be be forgiven. And I think the the last one is all is the last one I'll say is that you should be sacrificial. Sacrificial in the sense that now is two people and in the future it's going to be more people if kids are going to come in and so you can't have your space anymore 
you can't have your independence totally anymore. You can't have your, your freedom anymore. You can't have what that life you had before marriage. So it means that you have to sacrifice several aspects of you in order to make way for us. And it's, it must be a two-way thing because if you are not able to sacrifice, then you are already planning to fail from the beginning because the whole relationship, even sleeping on the same bed, bathing in the same place, using the same cup plates and all that, it's all about sacrifice because these are things that naturally human beings don't want to, to do. So you just have to learn to sacrifice. I'm sorry for talking long, but those no. are my three. Wow, yeah. that's that's absolutely amazing. And thank you, Reginald and Ruda, for being so gracious with us and just giving such amazing answers. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought you only been married for three months? Right. It's about long-term <laughs> years. You guys been married for years. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's what it is. 100%. So, you know, we just want to thank you guys again for coming on with us, chatting with us, learning a little bit about um, your dynamics, ins and outs, and we appreciate you guys' answers a thousand percent. Yes, one thousand plus plus. There were so many moments where you guys were hitting it, where I'm like, "That's an it's relational moment. That's an it's relational moment." <laughs> I, I I don't know which one is the 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 actual top. It's relational moment. I don't know. I know it's just so many. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just thank you guys again for taking the time out to speak with us. Um, different time zone. I think you were four or five hours ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what time is it now in Ghana? So it's, 10 it's about 10 15 minutes past 10, 10 p.m. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, let's 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 wind this down so they can get some rest. Yeah, because tomorrow is Monday work time. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we also um, thank you for the opportunity. Um, yes, yeah, I think we've also time. learned a lot and um, which we'll put into practice to become better. So, thank you so much. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You're welcome. And You're just, very welcome. You know, likewise with us. Thank you for, you know, being open with us and just coming on the yeah, platform. Yeah, we've learned so much from you both as well. A lot, a lot. So that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and wind it down, right? All right. So to everyone out there, have a great day, a great evening, a great night. And wherever you are in the world, stay blessed. Yes, be well. <laughs>